0: Hey guys, this is Brie, and this is my podcast, Chatty Bees. Um, sorry if the audio is not absolutely lovely, because I cannot find my little microphone that I was going to use, so please just bear with me for this uh, first episode. So, just to start off, um, for this podcast, I'm going to just talk about Me, (laughs) about who I am, why I'm doing this, and what the future episodes are going to be like. And then at the end, I'm going to get into the topic of this week, which is preparation for um, Harry Styles concert. I'm going to his concert in less than a week or a little over a week, but we'll get into that later and um, just concert tips for y'all. So... Getting into about me, so I graduated college um, about a month ago, I would say, and let me tell y'all, the job search is not easy, <laughs> um, I did not really pick my degree good, and over the pandemic, I like really found myself whatever, what I want really saw myself doing in the future possibly and I'm basically was just stuck with my degree. Um in high school you know I took college classes my senior year so when I went into college I already had a year of classes or like a semester. Basically all my basic classes were done. So I had like a semester to finish up basics and then I would jump straight into degree work. Um Because of this, I had only a semester to um, change my mind, change my degree path, right? And I (laughs) didn't change it because I basically just went based off of money and not happiness because I didn't know what made me happy. And in high school, I had never had like an original thought. I'm from a very small town. Everyone's very close-minded, and the only thing that I would hear is people complaining about not having money, um, not being able to live their life how they wanna le- live it because of not having money, and uh, they're unhappy anyways. So whenever I was picking something for college, a degree, I just literally Googled, um, you know, what's it called, jobs that make the most money. So I went in like trying to be a, sur- a surgeon, right? which um, then evolved <laughs> to a physici- physician's assistant, which is like a step down once I started taking more classes in biology. And I was like, this is kind of hard. <laughs> and med school is kind of really fucking long. <laughs> and uh, then that led me to completely changing my degree to kinesiology, which is basically the same thing. So I, it was like I only took one extra class. Um. And then I was like, I'm going to be a physical, ther- or not physical, occupational therapist. And I actually went into doing like shadowing, like starting to get an application built up and a resume built up to try to get into that graduate school, um, which ended up changing. <laughs> but, you know, uh, my parents are paying for half of my school. So I had... A lot of pressure on me to not take a single extra class so I had no room to really switch around and even the changing from biology to kinesiology I ended up taking like two extra classes I took extra classes for um occupational therapy school that were required and I'm not doing that now I guess if I decide to in the future then it's useful but even that was like controversial <laughs> um but my very last semester over the pandemic when that started I obviously had a lot of free time right so (laughs) during that time I like finally found what I liked because I did not leave the house from March to going back to school in August like I left maybe one time and that was just to like pick up one like something I didn't even get out of the car right so like social media became so like I was so burnt out on it that I was like actually having to like do stuff myself and I like really fell in love with music like 70s music I even like wrote a blog or I tried to and I lost it I have no idea where that's at now um I really got into fashion I taught myself how to knit and I kind of saw like my mind mind shift switch move over from wanting to be rich and wanting to still have a strong income but wanting to be happy in the career and I just didn't see that for me if I went to graduate school to be an occupational therapist. Um, I think over the semester after the pandemic this last one or last two I just like really felt like I'm just like selling away my life like if I go to graduate school and go way more into debt because I'm already in debt because my parents paid for half and I paid for the other half like they paid for school I paid for housing kind of a thing. Um, But if I go to graduate school, I'm paying for all of that. And there's the chance that I'm going to hate the job. But I have to do it because there's so much pressure. Because I just got a graduate or doctorate's degree in it. And I have hundreds of thousands of dollars in debts. And it's like such a big commitment that I wasn't 100% sure on. So um, over the last semester, I just kind of... um, stop talking about it tried, like my mom and parents would mention it and I was like ah. um, yeah so it's it's still really scary because I still don't know what I want to do but I know the things that make me really happy um, and you know a lot of people don't realize what it's like straight out of college if you don't know exactly what you want to do or have a job like ready and lined up because, like, thinking about it, like, this is my going to be my everyday life, and I want to enjoy it, and I know I'm going to probably have to get a random job to just be able to pay for shit, like, pay my bills, and I'm probably going to have to do that while I try to find uh, something that will work and that I like, um, which is fine, but there's, like, so many, like, amazing niche jobs, but they're so hard to find, and... I felt like the minute I took my last class, like, there was, like, a switch of, like, feeling so much pressure to immediately get a high-paying job and for it to be using my degree. And the reality of it is that I personally don't want to use my degree, And it just sucks that it took me until the last year of my classes. I was only in college for three years. And for the last uh, two semesters year, I really understood that I was really into the arts. Like I said, music, fashion, um, photography. Like, I, I love all of that stuff, and it makes me really happy. But I was too far in to restart. Like, there was no going back. And now that I've graduated... Everyone wants me to be getting a job in my degree because I have a degree in it. (laughs) And there's literally nothing that is interesting to me. And I'm searching for jobs in any of the other um, industries. Like um, being a roadie for a tour or working at a music or a radio station, uh, fashion interns. And I can't find any of that either because I'm from the middle of nowhere, Texas. So yeah, that's my college thing. Another really big thing that kind of made this spiral of me wanting to find something that I love to do rather than just lily-dollying, do, lily-dollying around, whatever the saying is, through life, not really enjoying what I'm doing. Because if you think about it, you're doing your job like five days a week and I don't want to be miserable for those five, just trying to get money so I can join two days if I'm not exhausted on those two days from working so much for the five days and not being able to do the things I want to do in life because not having enough money, it's like um, a rabbit hole of like, dread I have, (laughs) but the worst thing you could possibly think um, happened to me, well, I guess not the worst, but it was pretty bad, um, two weeks before my 21st birthday this year, um, about six months ago, I was diagnosed with the big c-word, cancer, yes, I was diagnosed with papillary thyroid cancer, um, and we honestly just got really lucky finding it, um, I can do a whole different podcast on this. Because a lot of people are actually quite interested in this. Um, it, I, like, accidentally went viral on TikTok from it. Like, the moment I found out, I was, like, obviously um, distressed. And I made, like, a TikTok that trend, with a trend. I was like, I finally have something to fit in this trend. I made it. My mom gave me a Xanax. And then I, like, tried to forget the world <laughs> for the rest of the day. But... Yeah, if you're interested, I can do a whole, like, how I found out the process. I had surgery a little over a month ago. I'm still um, working with doctors to figure out if I need radiation still. But um, it's looking good. But having such a life-altering like event kind of, like, really shocked me into uh, putting life into perspective. Like oh shit! Like this is something that I could die from, you know. Even though my cancer is not extreme at any means, like people usually don't die from it. <laughs> so, but just like the fact that I had a cancer and that my body did this, and like the fact that I could do it again and a different type of cancer, whatever. Um, it's like that shock that people have like later in life. I just had it a bit earlier, which I I'm happy for I guess like looking at it cup half full um it's it just really put in perspective that I want to I want to do things that make me happy and if I don't have enough money to build a massive house one day that's fine I can build a super amazing small one if my job is something not incredibly high paying but I love it and I enjoy my day-to-day life and like, there's so much more to life, and I've just been so money-driven, and it's really horrible mindset to be in. <laughs> um, so yeah, and basically now, I'm just trying to do everything, or try everything I've ever wanted to do, because life is short, and people say you need to, like, be at the the same vibrational frequency of the things you want to get out of the universe, so I'm just trying everything, and that's exactly what I'm doing right now I've always wanted to try to do a podcast so guess what I'm making a podcast right now um I've always been told I should try modeling so last week I took a bunch of digitals while my mom was dropping my brother off or she went to the doctor I've Set up real quick, took a bunch of digitals and sent them off to a bunch of agencies and have gotten no word back. Um, I also want to try to start a blog. I have tried this one before and I just completely lost it because I don't know how websites work, lol. But I want to try again. And then YouTube. I think vlogging is so fun and I just got a camera for my Harry Styles concert and I really want to use it as well for vlogging just to try. And I know I'm going to fail. I already have failed and I'm going to fail a lot more, but I'm going to keep trying because eventually I'm going to succeed. And hopefully I can make a solid living for myself and be happy. Or even if it is just a hobby for a long time, which is what it probably will be. um, I think it'll be great in the long run for my own mental health. Um, Because, you know, what is it like the saying that Thomas Edison like failed making the light bulb is that what it was he like tried a thousand times and failed but it was the thousand and first whatever time that it worked and no one talks about all the times he failed whatever you get the point millionaires all have 50 businesses that failed before the one that took off you get the point so this is me trying actually doing and trying so that i can maybe succeed because My biggest fear is um, getting stuck at a job I hate that's making good money or a job I hate not making money and spend my whole life just working for money all week long, working long hours just to enjoy the two days of my week and then dread the work week and to not get to create the experiences I want due to having no money or time because I'm working too much for money, like I said earlier. It's a loop, and it's very, like, dreadful, and I hope I'm not alone in this. I know I'm not, but, again, my whole life right now is just ruled by the anxiety and money, which is not a great place to be mentally, because I have student loans that are going to start um, being due in six months, a little less now, because I've been out of school for about two, one and a half, um, and there's, like, a six-month grace period, and then um, I just had a very expensive surgery. Uh, That I have to pay for and I have to pay my family back for a lot of other stuff that they've um, helped me out with over the past years in college. So yeah, this is just me trying to create my own reality. And that's a little bit about me. So for this podcast, my aspirations for it and what y'all can expect um, is basically I want to do like weekly recaps of things... I've been thinking about on the week, things happening in my life, like, just life topics um, that people like to hear about, um, what I'm consuming on social media, and having a conversation about it, because I do spend a lot of time on social media, or things I want to consume, like products I want to try, places I want to go, or stuff that's happening pop culture, life, music, fashion, etc. Um, I'd love suggestions too if y'all want to hear specific topics of things. Uh, basically, it's just going to be like an overall lifestyle life podcast. So yeah, that's my hopes and dreams for this <laughs> podcast. So getting on to this week, we're talking all things Harris Styles. I love hairstyles. I have, well, I was a One Direction girl. I remember the first time I ever heard What Makes You Beautiful when it came out on Jay Leno, (laughs) and then my birthday party was like the next weekend, and that was the first time I really listened to it, and I was like, oh my god, this is life-changing. I think it was like 2011, 12, I think 12, but um, I was a Louis girl. Anyways, (laughs) I went to his, um, tour, the first one, Harry's tour, and I, like, fell in love with him, so that led me here now, um, for his tour, I was not super close, pretty good, but it was, like, kind of hard to see with my eyeballs, but for this tour, I'm, like, front row VIP, and I'm very excited, it's September 9th, which is very soon from now, So the first thing I want to talk about is the outfit culture around Harry Styles concerts, which I think is very interesting because there's two sides of it. It's a double-sided blade here. Um, I think it can be really toxic, and I kind of fell into the toxicness of the um, outfit war, it feels like. So it's like his concerts are such a comfortable super comfortable environment to like try something new without judgment to wear whatever you want to wear and not have and feel amazing and cool and like something you've always wanted to wear and try out and feel comfortable that no one is like judging you and I felt this at his first concert and honestly it kind of helped me in life like um Just now I will wear whatever I want. And I literally could not care less what anyone else thinks because I'm happy and confident. And that's how it should be anyways. But so like literally the moment I got my tickets for Love on Tour, I immediately started searching for an outfit, right? And... It, I was like noticing how like toxic it was like I wanted to have the coolest like runway outfit that not a single person could top that no one else would be wearing the same thing and like it was like that's so mean of me like it's okay if someone's wearing the same top as you. You know what I mean or the same shoes or same accessories. It shouldn't be about that, right? And I started noticing this, too, like, on TikTok with people showing what they were wearing. And people would ask, like, I love those pants, blah, blah, blah. And, like, everyone was super gatekeeping, which I, like, understand not wanting someone to wear the exact same outfit as you. But it's, like, it's not – it's toxic. I don't know what else to say about it. And so, like, I bought my outfit super fast after I got my tickets because tour was supposed to be in 2020. And I ended up completely scratching that outfit because, like I said earlier, over the pandemic, I got, like, a new love for fashion. And I found myself, like, trapped in, like, I don't want to wear what other people are likely to wear, which is so wrong. Like, the, like, Cider, the website, there's obviously going to be a lot of people who are shopping from there because it's, like, well, I don't love fashion, it is really... Not everyone has the luxury of not shopping fast fashion, right? And it's okay if you're wearing the same top as someone. You know, as long as you're happy and confident and you feel groovy and cool, it literally doesn't matter. <laughs> but um, what I'm wearing is very hypocritical because, like I said, I was feeling that pressure um, when I was picking out my outfit to get and... Um, I picked, like, an insanely expensive outfit, which I, that is one of the I need to pay back my parents for thing, um, once I eventually get a job soon here, because I had that pressure of to be, like, one of a kind, and this one, my favorite Instagrammer ever, Matilda, she's amazing, she responds all the time to me, she's super sweet, she wore this outfit, this, like, beautiful dusty pink sparkly flare cropped pants with, um, this matching, um, halter top, and uh, it was really expensive, it was from Rizik, Rizik Avenue, is that what it's called, or R-E-Z-K-E, something like that, um, and my mom let me get it as, like, I'm sorry, you have cancer, (laughs) type of thing, otherwise I definitely would have, would not have gotten it. But, yeah, I feel like that's um, something that needs to get cleared up in his, um, like, environment, is that toxicness. Which I know isn't for everyone, but I think it's just, like, I saw a video that made someone saying, like, it's okay to have the same shirt as someone. Like, we don't need to be putting each other down like this. And I just wanted to project that it's okay to not have this toxicity (laughs) um so back to my outfit um i don't know what shoes to wear when i initially bought this i was picturing these um completely bedazzled disco heels chunky disco heels right mind you i've never been in pit before and i'm front row pit and i'm already almost six foot and with the shoes on i'm going to be over six foot and i'm wearing a cowgirl hat And I feel like I'm going to make someone's night horrible if they have to stand behind me. So, I do need suggestions if anyone wants to give me some. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll figure it out. But I can't... I don't know if I want to wear the heels, right? Or I just have a white pair of um, Reebok tennis shoes because very comfortable. They're cute, but they kind of just, like, don't fit the vibe, you know? Like, it's like... Really cool, sparkly, and then it's like oh, dress down shoes. So I have disco heels. I have these white boots that I initially bought or bought for my first outfit that I uh, created for this, but I wore them on Halloween and they were so painful that like my middle toe on both of my feet were numb for like a week after. I thought they were dead, (laughs) my toes. Um, I have those uh, <laughs> or I don't know if I should go to like DSW and look for like um, a nicer shoe that's comfortable that would match it and be like more dressed up than the tennis shoes but also comfortable not sure comment if you have any suggestions um next onto what I'm bringing with me slash my accessories Uh, body accessories, all of the above, and as well as concert essentials. Um, So I'm obviously bringing a mask. Harry's Tour is requiring the masks. My venue did require masks, but they changed it to recommended Welcome to Texas. Um, I'm bringing my vaccine card because... For Harry's tour, you need to either be vaccinated or have a negative test. Um, and I know if you're going to, like, the New York shows and a couple of other ones, you need to check your venue's policy because some require only vaccines and no negative tests. Like, you... There is no option. Not for mine, though, but I'm already vaccinated. Because I had cancer and I had to get vaccinated after that. Um, I would have gotten vaccinated anyways. Um... So I'm also bringing a fanny pack because that's where I'm putting everything. We're not bringing, like, a purse. we just me and my mom. I'm going with my mom, by the way. How fun. Uh, We both got matching little fanny packs. I'm bringing my ID because I'm drinking alcohol because I am 21. I'm not drinking too much, though, because I have major, like, um, drinker's regret or hangover guilt, whatever. And I want to be, like, as sober as possible. It'd be just for, like, a yummy drink before um like I don't want to have any regrets around this so yeah just one little drink because it is fun to get a little loose but like nothing to like impair me make me feel weird um money obviously because I'm going to be buying merch um and obviously have to pay for like food well I don't know about food my drink (laughs) um we're bringing portable chargers for our phones um, I got two disposable cameras, and then my mom bought me um, a Canon little camera. And let me tell you, I was so angry last week trying to find like people who record concerts, um, and they have like the most crisp, like filmed on an eyeball, beautiful recordings, right? And they refuse to tell you what camera they used because there's like requirements for venues you can't have like dslr or whatever the heck uh cameras and i was searching for so long and like so many people were asking like what camera did you use it's amazing and they'll just like it and be like a camera and they like gatekeep the cameras they're using the video cameras so much and it's so annoying um so I just went into it blindly at Best Buy and just told my man what I wanted, and so we got—I won't gatekeep what I got. I don't have it with me; it's in the mail. So I'm gonna guess the name here. It's a Canon PowerShot um, SX40. It's whatever. There's a power its a PowerShot with a 40 zoom, basically. And it looked really good in the store. I hope it's good because that's what. Um, Having this camera kind of took pressure off of me of recording on my phone. Because I know the videos on my phone aren't that great. Um, and I really want to stay in the moment as much as possible. You know, we've been waiting for this concert for two years. And I just want to enjoy the time with my mom there and the people around me. And his concerts are just such good environment. And I'm it's my first time up close in a pit. I need to see it with my eyeballs and I do not want to like spend the time regretting like regret afterwards because I spent the time looking at him through my phone you know or staring through a camera so I'm gonna my videos might be bad because <laughs> I'm gonna be like not looking at where I'm recording but it's fine I'd rather see it in person you know um yeah so I can finally see him with my eyeballs no zoom and I'm going to be taking advantage of that Um, I'm obviously bringing my phone and I need to delete all my photos on it right now because I have no storage. Um, because I take too many, I save too many TikTok videos and I just take too many photos. Um, I'm also bringing an extra camera battery. Um, because we got that camera, we went ahead and just bought an extra battery so that we don't have to worry about it dying. Um, I'm wearing a cowboy hat, a pink one, to match. I'm gonna poke some holes in it so I can tie a string to it in case it's annoying to other people or me. Um, I also got another cowboy hat in the mail right now, but my mom doesn't want to wear it. But it lights up, but it is very bright, and I feel like that will really bother people. So, not sure if I'm bringing that one yet, but it also might make Harry look at me. And honestly, I bought the second one to throw at Harry, like, for him to wear. So, um, I might just bring it for that aspect. Um, I'm gonna bring a hair claw clip because I have a lot of hair and it's gonna get hot. Um, I'm wearing cherry earrings because I am in the cherry pit. I got, um, some, like, glitter for my face even though I don't know how much my face is gonna be showing. Um, it's from Euphoria, so, like, it's not really seen unless you move your face in the light a certain way. It's just really, it's a little fun, little thing to do. It's fun, like, the concerts are fun to put at little, fun little glitters everywhere. Because I'm not doing, like, crazy makeup or nothing, just some glitter. Speaking of glitter, I love body glitter. So, I have, like, the Finny, Finny, oh my gosh, hello, Finty Beauty, like, um, their body glitter stuff love that put on my arms whatever chest love it um and then i don't know if i should bring a sign or not like i had been thinking of ideas since literally i got the tickets and they're all terrible (laughs) so i don't know if i just want to put like a funny picture of harry on a piece of copy paper (laughs) or um, just like words Like, something funny. Words, obviously words. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I don't know. Comment suggestions. If I should bring a sign or what it should say. I thought about bringing a whiteboard. Because I'm wearing a mask and he wants to talk to anyone. And he can't hear. We could just write it. But my mom thinks they will not allow that in the venue. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, my tickets are lane one. And, which is basically the VIP um the day before I check in and they number us so when we get there we just get in line they'll take us in first we get a free drink we're gonna go to a little lounge and then we get to go first to the barricade so it's like guaranteed first or second rows um yeah I don't know I oh and you get a 50 dollars uber credit if anyone's doing that and y'all are interested, if y'all are going, like, later on tour and you're interested on how it went, what happened, um, how it worked. we I can talk about that if y'all are interested. I might do it anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, that's it um, for this first episode. And I'll update, um, of course, of how the concert goes um, in the next episode. Um, or you can, like, follow my Instagram if you want to. Because I am 100% posting a lot on there. Videos, pictures, everything from the concert on September 9th. Um, You can also follow my TikTok because I'm going to be posting most likely on there um, about the concert too. But yeah, that's it for the first episode. Have an amazing week. Um, And thanks for watching. See y'all next time.